Tonight's episode is sponsored by Mountain Sea Blast. You know you shouldn't, but you will anyway. We left off. All of our heroes had died, being crushed under debris, and everyone's making new characters. Hooray! This is my new character voice. Some of us were outside. Oh, yeah, the shrapnel just came flying out and... Um... And shut up, you're stupid. Aww. One in a million chance, I'm sorry. Speaking of one in a million chances, both Sir Osmond and... His great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson, Trevor Ebbs, survived the collapse of Harry's Burger Bar. Sir Osmond, you are lying atop a very grateful middle-aged woman who is smiling brightly up into your eyes. Are you okay, my lady? I say shirtless, a little bit beaten up, but very, very wet. She babbles a little bit, uh, like she's having trouble finding her words but she's grinning ear to ear and nodding. She reaches up gently with her left hand to touch your chest. I've, I've found that the texture of... There is something called a rug parlor that my uh, descendant had brought me to once. The texture of said rugs are, uh, in fact, quite similar to the, to the chest of myself. Yes, she is uh, lost in your, your sweetness. Ebbs, you are covered in wet, muddy sand and debris. There's also a lot of debris. Holy crap, man, I'm alive. That's wild. Like, I don't even know what to do right now. I have my whole life in front of me. You know what? I'm going to run outside because uh, it's a lot of adrenaline running through my body right now. And that's, you know, I almost died, but I'm alive. So and You spring up and you dash outside and you stop bathing in the streetlight as everyone starts cheering for you. Yeah! The assembled crowd saw you lure that monster deep into the bowels of the burger bar, and you have come out victorious. People are taking photos. And by they're taking photos, I mean mostly they're taking selfies, trying to get you in the background. Yeah, cool, man. I do my signature Haley kickflip thing, and then uh, go look for Father O'Malley, because... Uh because I gotta find him. Father O'Malley, what are you up to? Well, after I watched the bar collapse in on itself, and the crowd of people gather around, uh, I see Ebbs emerge from the burger bar. I will nonchalantly make my way to him, trying to draw as little attention to us as I can. Do I hear sirens? Roll to act under pressure. Alright, that is a four and a two, which is a total of six. Plus my cool, which is zero, means that I will mark a point of experience. You mark a point of experience and definitely hear sirens. They are very close. So close, in fact, you can see the lights. 
ebbs it may be prudent to either a remove ourselves from this property or b ensure that we're all telling the same story uh yeah so all right i found you i found me and now i gotta go find uh sir osmond yeah but look man i I just took a really big bang to the head sorry bro at this point, Sir Osmond steps onto scene with um, the middle-aged manager of the burger bar clasped around him. Hey, <sighs> man, you found your damsel in distress. How you doing? I am holding together. <laughs> All right, man. Um, well, check it out. Uh, I, I didn't catch your name, ma'am. I'm so sorry. In all this commotion, you know. My name's Luann. Oh, cool. I'm I'm the, the manager of this here establishment, or what used to be an establishment, but but boy, I got lost in those blue eyes, and I don't think I'm ever letting go. Uh, this is, uh, kind of, uh, is everything okay here? Like, because, you know, there's people coming, so. Well, well I, I, I don't know. Police are gonna, sure going to have some questions that you can answer for them. It's not very often you have giant sand monster destroy your your sole uh, means of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? Uh, income? Proprietary ship? Uh, sole means... Uh... Well, th- this place was my life. and Oh, dear. And now I can't even tell the girls to mop the floor. There ain't no floor no more. In that regards, madam, I may be able to help you. I reach into my pocket, and I pull out the business card of Max Silver. I hand it to Luann. Ma'am, what you're going to want to do is call this number, and when you get a hold of the gentleman this card belongs to, inform him that unless he wants everyone, and you will mean everyone, in the state of California, to know exactly what his soda product does, he's going to be fixing your burger bar, and probably making it slightly larger. Gee takes the card from you with her teeth, refusing to let go of her death grip on Sir Osmond. Uh, Father, while that is a uh, generous as offers go, how does a mere piece of paper help to restore this lady's home? It's going to put her in touch with a certain mutual friend of ours who has, if I'm not mistaken, almost as much, but distinctly not, more money than the Lord. Now that is blasphemous. Nobody has anyone near as much money as the Lord. Ma'am, that's the first thing you've said since I've met you that has made me like you. Now then, gentlemen. I believe it might behoove us to be back in Ebb's van as quickly Um, as possible. Like, excuse me, guys, fellas? You, uh... You just totally smashed that thing, and that's awesome, but uh, the police are coming, and uh, maybe you want to slip away. Yeah, we do that, because, uh, you know, I need to go find somewhere to sleep off all this pain, because I'm not feeling too good, and I can't imagine that Sir Osmond's feeling too good. Yeah, we've got, definitely got to process what happened here tonight, so uh, adios, muchacho. What do you mean? We uh, we are heroes. We have saved the day. The beast uh, has been slain. Why run from our renown, our, our victory? The sirens are even louder as the police pull directly up in front of the crowd. 
Sir Osmond, we have to go because you can't get the renown for this victory while you're armorless. It would surely degrade your honor. Well, like, you can just follow me. Uh, there's uh, my family's place is just like two or three streets over and we can slip away uh, so the cops don't find us. Yeah, that's totally cool. Let's do that. My face goes white as a ghost as I hear Father O'Malley's claim, and I hurry over to grab what remains of my armor and carry it in my hands. Uh, Tiffany begins leading you the back way to her house. Are you bringing your new friend with you? The Lady Luann? Yes. I mean, if the lady does not feel safe away from the presence of a, of a knight as powerful as myself and his good companions, then I would not turn her away. The way she's sniffing you definitely makes you think that might not be the exact scenario you're dealing with. Oh my goodness. When the water sprayed, she must have caught cold. Father, my descendant, do either of you have a towel on your person? I hear they are good for these catching of colds. Well, you can warm me up anytime you like, baby. She begins braiding your chest hair. What a perfect opportunity to, to dip out. Uh, good descendant, F father, do either of you have what is called a towel? I have heard that they are good for the catching of cold. Um, well, we're totally on our way to uh, Tiff's house here, so, you know, I'm sure once we hop inside her uh, her crib, you know, she'll, ha she'll have something in her closet. You know what I mean? Ah. And I, I turn back to the Lady Luann. All will be made better once we make it to your closet. She giggles as you begin your rapid escape. After a few uh, brief moments, you find yourselves in the backyard of a fancy suburban home. You have slipped in through a loose board in the back fence. And two things catch your eye here. The first is a very magnificent treehouse done up with pastels and pretty paints and glass windows. And the second is what appears to be a functional forge. And neither of you believed me when I told you that the Lord would provide. That, that, this is... Yeah, I've wanted a treehouse my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and I run over and I climb up the top, man. <sighs> Got to knock on the door first, though. You can't just enter unexpected. Inside, you find a treehouse that has electricity and plush carpeting and bean bags and a small TV next to the mini fridge. Whoa, man. This place is almost as roomy as my bus. That's wild. And I poke my head back down. Hey, Tiff, whose crib is this? Oh, that's just like where I take my boyfriends to make out and stuff. Wild. And I do a little tumble flip as I hop out the door and pop down next to my friends so we can uh, head back into our house and get some towels for, uh, you know, everybody that's currently cold and dying. As you get to the door, Tiffany reaches out to turn the knob, but it swings open. 
standing there is a, a dark-skinned girl, maybe uh, early 20s, uh, who gives a glaring look at the assembled group. Now, Tiffany, I know that you like to bring your friends over to take up into the treehouse and have your fun, but this is a little ridiculous. You're 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 bringing five people over. You're going to, to you're going straight to hell for this. My dear girl, I would have you know that I am a priest of the Catholic faith, and I can assure you that none of us was oh, so brought now here. You're tr- she looks right at her sister and interrupts your your um, explanation. Oh, so now you're going to be corrupting priests here too? You have entirely misunderstood what is happening here. Your sister's place of employment has just collapsed in on itself. She was simply helping us get somewhere safe, thinking of the safety of other citizens. Truly, she should be commended. Then why is she licking his ear? She has a fever. It is probably affecting her brain. Uh, Well, my lady, the the princess brought us here, and this lady is being afflicted by a, 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 I believe it is called the cold. If you would be so kind as to allow myself and my companions in, and if we could perhaps uh, requisition the use of this fine forge, I have a mighty need to restore my fine armors and arms to proper working condition. I beseech you to lend your hospitality to us in this most dire of times. And she immediately warms up. You you know how to forge? Ah, uh, I lack the proper training with all of the tools. I could at best keep my, my, my very sword uh, kept nice and sharp through the usage of a whetstone, but uh, the intricacies of repair and maintenance is usually left to, to our castellan. Ah, and I am, in fact, quite injured from our battle from earlier, my companions. Well, come on in then, and uh, try not to bleed too much on the floor. Okay, so, now that we've ended our mystery, it's time to ask some questions to see what we've learned. We've got four questions here. Let's see how we answer. First... Did you conclude the current mystery? Yes. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Nothing's more conclusive than a pile of rubble. I just, I just want to clarify. We were hired by the pizza dude to find out what happened to the two of the employees, and we discovered there were more employees that were missing. So did we, did we find out what happened to them, or did we just discover there was a monster? I mean... If we're, if we're referring to the case of the missing burger bar employees uh, then we in fact have concluded that mystery well we found a roller skate we didn't find the person we never even bothered looking for that person but anyway I digress I'm just I just want to throw that out there well you'll recall that mm. when the Sanders snatch attacked it just <laughs> pulled people directly into the sand to be crushed as was the case with both you and Sir Osmond so I would say fairly conclusively, given the state of the skate that we found, we can presume 
that the young lovers were pulled into the sand and crushed to death. Second question. Did you save someone from certain death or worse? Sir Osmond 100% saved Luann from certain death. Wasn't there another dude that was uh, gobbled up by the Sandish Natch there just before Sir Osmond? Yes, we saved him too. Yeah, take that, random citizen. Next question. Did we learn something new and important about the world? We sure did. We learned that that f***ing soda turns sand into monsters. What? No, man. We just learned that it liked the soda. That could have just been a sand monster on the beach cruising by out of nowhere and been like, mmm, I smell something delicious. And it's like, what's this? Super cool soda drink? I live here now. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so empirically, there was no sand monster. Then the concentrated soda was spilled into the sand, and then there was a sand monster that wanted more soda. Well, that's like saying empirically you were in your boat and there was no shark. So you dumped a bunch of chum in the water and suddenly you had a shark. <laughs> Come on, man. That's how baiting a shark works. Wait. So you saying the soda is bait for sand monsters? Lord help me. Sand monsters exist. That's what we learned. We did learn that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're slug shapes. They pull people into the sand and they crush them under intense amounts of pressure. Is there anything else we learned about uh, the world? Harry Burger Bar might want to get their uh, might want to get their building up to code. <laughs> we also learned that there are many shades of subtle. Yeah, uh, and we also learned that there is a practicing uh, blacksmith within. Uh, a traversable distance to our base of operations. Very good. Well, Now, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Uh, we learned that Trevor is not to be trusted with any of our new and upcoming patents. To be fair, we don't know that. We also learned that Trevor has a very interesting concept of subtlety, as mentioned before. We also learned that when put on the spot, we don't necessarily pick the most obvious solution. By which I mean, if the ultimate plan was to get the monster wet to kill it, we chose to lure it into a building and set off a sprinkler system, rather than force it back into the ocean which it was next to. I'm not going to go ahead and say that... Sir Osmond knew what a hose was, but it's not exactly new knowledge to assume that Sir Osmond does not in fact know what a hose is. I thought I used the hose at one point. Or maybe I just filled a bucket. I don't remember. You filled a bucket with soda. No, no, before that though, I went behind uh, the building and I thought I pulled the hose out, but that might have just been when you were pulling Sir Osmond out and by that point I was like, new plan. So, how many uh, yeses do we have there? Oh, I think we learned a, lot, a couple of new things about people. Well, no, I mean, do we do we get yes to all four questions? Was that all four? Yeah. 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 So everybody mark two experience. Hooray! That is a level up for me. I I think that's a level up for oh, me, too. That's a level for me, too. My first one. Hooray! Hooray! That's my second. Uh, you should roll with your penalty stat more. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So... 
who would like to go first with their leveling? I think I'm going to let Gavin go first. Well, uh, in coming to terms with my uh, very clear and very uh, unexpected uh, attractiveness, uh, my ability to talk to others, as evidenced at the very tail end of this adventure, uh, I'm going to uh, get plus one charm to get a total of plus two charm. Wow. You lady killer. It's all the chest hair. It's like a bear rug. I'm glad you picked up finally. <laughs> so, uh, how about you? Well, since you're clearly talking to me. I, I didn't know who I was talking to. I was just hoping somebody would, would volunteer at that point. Yeah, no, that, that's cool, man. Um... So I have a little. I have a couple of choices here. I'll make this choice real quick. I can do either a move from the flake, um, and there's a couple of moves I was looking at. I could take uh, suspicious mind. So if someone lies to me, I know it. But you know, I'm a little iffy on it. Uh, I could take contrary. When you seek out and receive someone's honest advice on the best course of action for you and then do something else instead, mark experience. If you do exactly the opposite of their advice, you also take plus one ongoing on any moves you make pursuing that course. Um, and I don't know, that, that kind of like, that was something I thought like, I thought that I was being subtle, but, but then I would also have to have said out loud I'm using this move and clearly not being subtle, but everybody said I wasn't subtle. Well, I mean, I think that would be just kind of hilarious. So you say I should take contrary? I, I think contrary would be really, really interesting. All right, I won't take it then. I'll just mark a point of experience instead. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Well, that leaves you, Matt. You're up, bro. All right. I'm really interested to see how this works. And it might take a minute of, of talking with you, James, to figure out exactly how it's going to work. But I believe that I'm going to gain a lesser divine being as an ally sent from above to help me on my mission. You gotta make it complicated. <laughs> but buddy, I'm right here. It's... hey yo. So, what are your thoughts for this divine being? Um... I assume it would be a dog of some kind that would hang out in the van and help us solve mysteries. <laughs> you sure you don't want a talking shark? <laughs> given given the group's current given the group's um, previous track record with sharks, I'm almost entirely certain I would not like a shark. Oh uh, shit! Shark it is. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll. We'll look into this, because um, I, this is going to take a little bit of work. That's fine. I, I, th I feel like we can take it, and then somewhere through the course of the next mystery is when the character can be introduced, you and I can talk off screen about it. What move is this? Uh, it's not a move. It's an improvement on my list, just listed as gain a lesser divine being as an ally sent from above to help you with your mission. I see. Yeah, that's... That's going to get tricky, but I'm sure we'll have something interesting happen. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I have faith in us. Somebody has to. Somebody has to indeed.
It's episode 7, everybody. We are glad to still have you with us. That is really cool. <laughs> cool. I'm a nerd. This is just your mid-episode reminder that you can check us out on all your usual podcast uh, suspects, including Apple iStore, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Uh, go ahead, like, share, subscribe, uh, recommend us to your friends. And this is also a reminder that if you head on over to our Facebook page, you will see our post about our contest that is running right now for a free Wormwood Dice Vault. Yes, we will be giving away a Wormwood Bolivian Rosewood Dice Vault. Um, all you got to do is like our Facebook, share, and hopefully listen to our podcasts. And now, back to the show. This heat wave has been absolutely out of control. The temperature has been over 100 for three days this week. And, well, there has been uh, a little bit of a drought as well. You're standing in line at the supermarket carrying the two jugs of water each you're allowed to purchase. Uh, unfortunately, the checkout line wraps around the building. How far up in the line are we? You're just deep enough into the line to make you not want to leave your stuff behind, but still far enough back where you're very disappointed with that. What if, like, what if, like, I give my money to the dude in front of us? You think he could just go ahead and pay for us and we could just go? No, he is also limited to the two jugs of water that he has currently. Oh, man, that's not cool. Don't we, like, live next to a beach? Why don't we just go fill the jugs of water up over there? You can't drink salt water. We've discussed this several times while standing in this line. Oh. It's real hot, man. You know, it's, it's easy to forget things in the heat. <laughs> the heat. Speaking of, why does it not feel like the air conditioner is on in this grocery store? Oh. That's a good question, man. Hey, what if I just drink my water? They said I'm restricted to a gallon, but they didn't say how many jugs I'm restricted to. So, like, I could have six empty jugs and sneak five gallons out. Ebbs. Yes. If you drink that much water, you are going to have to get out of this line to go use the bathroom. Oh, and if you call. leave this line for any reason, may God have mercy upon your soul. Because I will not. This heat is nothing. We shall be fine, compatriots. There is a steady flow of sweat streaming down Sir Osmond's armor. Should, uh, should we, like, pack you with ice or something? This is nothing. A noble knight cannot handle. I understand that you desire to show us the fortitude that each knight of the round table is afforded, but... We can see you perspiring. It, it is really okay if you tell us that you're uncomfortable. What you may see as weakness, I must be sure that the enemy does not. Here, I hand him one of those um, handheld fans that you always see next to checkout lines that like, you know, where they, where they want you to buy that extra stuff. But you're like, I don't have money to buy extra stuff. But, you know, it's, it's right there. So you're like, but I might need it in the future. So maybe I'll get it. But then you don't usually. But today, I want to get one of those, the little fans, and, and give it a 
Give it to him. Cool off, man. What is this? Is this something to be used in my... What? Oh, oh right. Refuse. Sorry, dude. Here, push this button like this. And then it goes like this. I, I refuse. Then... I shall not take an easy road out. Whoa. As you're arguing about this fan, um, Tiffany and her sister Selena walk up. Um, Tiffany is uh, sucking on a frozen popsicle of some kind. And her uh, sister, Selena, walks up to Sir Osmond, runs a finger across the water dripping down from him. Looks at you and says, Oh, I think the cooling system is having a little bit of trouble with the with the condensation. We'll try to get this fixed for you later. Pats him on the shoulder, and the two of them continue walking past. And a good day to you, my ladies. Hey, quick, quick question, man. If you sweat too much, won't you rust? And if you rust, can you move? I shall never be unimpeded ever again. All right. Now to play the waiting game. You also remember Selena mentioning something about titanium not rusting. Wait, are you wearing titanium? There have been modifications made to my armaments. They shall withhold. All right, cool, man. Like, do you have ventilators or something? The fair lady knows her way around a forge. I have faith in her craftsmanship. So what you're saying is if I make it hotter... You're never going to break down and drink that water. A knight's word is his oath, and I swear that I shall endure. Cool. I bet I can do more jumping jacks than you. Ready? Go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm done. All right. It's your turn, man. Uh. What manner of nonsense have you performed? Is it... Was that meant to be exercise? You know, I challenged you, bro, so... I did six, man. That was a lot. I shall Whew. not be undone. That's right. Yeah. And I perform as many jumping jacks as I possibly can, not even putting the jugs of water down. Roll tough. See, that is a total of 10. So you begin doing jumping jacks. I let you know when you're finished. Mm -hmm. Do either of you remember the conversations we had in the wake of the burger bar about subtlety? <laughs> Whoa, is it time to be subtle again? I left my gear in the car. A knight cannot turn down a challenge. Wait. Are we not being subtle? Okay. This hmm. is a basic math problem. You have one rather large male covered in armor from head to toe. Yeah. Standing in a line, surrounded by people, doing jumping jacks while holding gallons of water. Do you think that A, P, 
people are staring and wondering what could possibly be happening, or B, we have somehow become inconspicuous. Um, uh, uh, um, hey man, I don't understand what happens when people put letters in mathematical problems. So, uh, you said one and then a, so, um, 12, 12, 12 subtles. That's how you no. No, we're not being subtle. Correct. Yes. Speaking of subtle, there is a large pallet of gallons of water near the checkout lanes. It appears to be overly full. It appears actually as though some customers are putting water back on top of it. Wait, like, it's tainted? I bet it's tainted. No, like, people are getting close to the front of the line and deciding they don't want water. Instead, they're stopping at the next pallet over and grabbing a 12-pack of everybody's favorite carbonated beverage, Mountain Sea Blast. Looking around, are there more people watching Sir Osmond perform jumping jacks in his mail or going to purchase soda? Oh, definitely purchasing the soda. Osmond, you need to make more of a distraction. I see. I shall endeavor to do so. Attention, look all and look on! I shall do endless jumping jacks! And I... And you roll to manipulate someone. I do exactly that. Well, a six on the die with my plus two in charm from leveling up, that is an eight. Well, you begin jumping and jumping and jumping, and you have caught people's attention. But they will only keep watching you so long as you're doing jumping jacks. And so the real trial begins. You're doing great, Sir Osmond. As long as we can prevent these people from purchasing that foul soda, we can consider our trip to the grocery store a mild win. Is there a limit on how many sodas you can buy? There is not. But there's a limit on water. Dastardly. It is. Truly shameful how this corporation would spread its poison in an unlimited way, and yet this grocery store limits the amount of life-giving water one can buy. Wait, why are we standing in line to buy water again? Don't we live next to the ocean? (sighs) Nearly two hours later, you're making your way out of the supermarket, each of you carrying your designated two gallons of water. And what do you see in front of the store? But the most ridiculous mascot. It is this guy wearing a rubber foam suit that looks kind of like a peaked wave. But like there's snow on top and there's somebody, little tiny man, skiing down the side. 
Buy Mountain Sea Blast! Buy Mountain Sea Blast! He's trying to hand you coupons. Son, are you aware that the product you're shilling is dangerous? Are you aware that this product is delicious? I don't see Here, how... Have a free 12-pack. Absolutely not. Who, who is this in, in front of us? Is this another one of the beasts to be slain? Well, man, you don't look so good. We're only here to slay your thirst. Have some mountain sea blast. It is asking to drink the poison, the fiends. Poison, do I? <sighs> Osmond, sit and take a drink of water. I shall do exactly It's so delicious, you'll see God. Wait. Wait. Did you just claim that your soda gives you the holy province of a prophet? It's that delicious. No, no it is not. Do not listen. All of you children of God, do not listen to... Free samples! Free 12-pack! Here you go! Here you go! Trevor, you also sit down. This is the farthest place to do battle. Oh, cool, man. Here, hang on a second. Here you go, hang on. Let's watch this happen. Did you just open a mountain soup (laughs) Did you just open a soda? Stop! <laughs> what? What in all of the events that have happened in our life in the past month leads you to believe that you should put that in your body? Um, it was free, bro. And delicious. You ain't lying. No. <laughs> this, this, this is... This cannot stand. This, Ebbs, this is why I was told to find you. I must prevent you from harming yourself and and anyone around you by riding the sea blast. Put that soda down. Riding the sea blast? Oh, man. Hang on a second. I got to call somebody. Hey, can I speak to Max real quick? Just a moment, please. This is Max Silver. What can I do for you? Oh, hey, man. Yeah, you know, it's me again, Ebbs. <laughs> I hear you like our product. <laughs> it's like, hey, Father O'Malley, would you say it was like? No, I refuse. Oh, come on, man. I got him on the line right now. I'll tell you what. I will tell you. It's like riding flavors or something. Sorry, man. I had something for you, but it's gone now. I'll get back to you later. Click. Trevor. Yeah. Yes? Please, if you have any respect for me or yourself or the people who were harmed by the Sander Snatch, do not drink that soda. Just, I can't even tell you to empty it on the ground. Then we'll be dealing with an asphalt snatch. An ass snatch. <laughs> Just... Don't drink that soda. Drink the water that you stood in line for five hours. Young Trevor, you have, along with the rest of us, a long trying ordeal for this precious water. Do not, at the cusp of your victory, succumb to a handout. 
and I begin just glugging the water. Well, okay, but but if I can't dump it out, and I can't drink it, um, um, you know, I what if I put it in the trash, and it becomes a garbage snatch? It's a good point. What to do? What to do? I'm just gonna hold it. Wait. And I stand no. perfectly still. I don't think that's a long-term solution. But if I don't drop it, it can't do anything. Wait. Clearly, it's contained in a container. You're not fighting a candor snatch. <laughs> uh, so. So I should just set it here on the ground. Step away from the can. Nice. All right. I think (sighs) we're safe. Crisis avoided. Now then, where is that mascot? The mascot is in the parking lot now. He's stuffing coupons into people's hands. It quenches thirst better than water. That's patently untrue. I'm going to walk to the center of the parking lot. And in my calm, soothing voice, begin to say, All of you here, gathered to collect your groceries before the eyes of our Lord, must know that this man is spreading falsehoods. Water is, in fact, the best thing you can drink. It refreshes you. It has other scientific appliques, of which I am not well-versed to get into. Meanwhile, this soft drink, as it is called, that he is offering you for free, is, in fact, full of sugar, which is bad for you. It will dehydrate you, which will only make you want to drink more water, which you can only acquire in limited quantities. And it has a possibility of unleashing the fiends of hell. I know that sounds overly dramatic. Normally I shy away from such rhetoric, but believe me, this soda could cause the end of days well, that, that's why the warning label's there. In fact, uh, on the can, it does say warning may cause the end of days. They admit to it. Why would you take that risk? Because it's the most delicious soda they've ever made. Here, have some. Oh, cool, man. Thanks. Ebbs! What? Oh, right, right. Sorry, man. I'll put this one next to the other one. Click. So the crowd now is uh, kind of torn between the gentleman trying to give them free soda... And the priest. Please, Father O'Malley, roll plus charm. Roll to manipulate someone, even. Alright, so that is a three and a two, which is a five. And my charm of plus zero, now that I've taken plus one charm uh, as my level up bonus, is a five. Please mark an experience point. As these 
consumers uh, begin to take these coupons by the fistful and storm into the building. This sounds like it's time for a distraction. Be as subtle as you can. Okay. So, I go in my car, and I... Hmm. How am I going to distract a crowd of people from drinking soda at a store? What would I have in a VW bus? Well, as you're looking around the car, the first thing that catches your eye is the open can of Mountain Sea Blast in the drink holder. Wait, it's open? Yeah. In the driver's seat? Yeah, in the the center console. I didn't mean to leave that there. Look, 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 look. Still look, full look. and it's still a little bit chilly. Yeah, I drink that. Roll plus tough. You know, I have a minus one for my tough, and four minus one is three. You enjoy your can of Mountain Sea Blast. Hey, I got a move called Contrary. If I seek out and receive someone's honest advice and do the on the best course of action, and then I do something else instead, uh, can I mark an experience for that? You definitely can. I got two XP. Look at me. Uh, I will not give you Check. XP for drinking seawater. I'm going to drink it anyway. See what happens. <laughs> oh, but it's fizzy and delicious. It tastes like the good kind of chemicals. Do I see Ebbs drinking the Mountain Sea Blast? Maybe you do. Roll to read a bad situation. All right. Uh, yep, so that is a two and a one, which makes three, plus my sharp of one is a four. More experience points. You see him rifling through his seats, but your attention is quickly drawn back to the guy trying to literally put a coupon in your hand. What part of our past discourse makes you think I want any part of your coupons? Because it's free. Everybody likes free. Oh, cool, man. I found the thing I was looking for in my car. It was a monkey wrench. And then I go find the nearest hydrant, and I open it up. Because it's a sidewalk party. Yeah. With a fire uh, I'm going to need you to roll to act under pressure. Um, Act under pressure is my cool. And a six plus one is a seven. My cool is one, so I'm sorry, the six was, the dice made the six, and the one was, yeah, 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 so. So you get over, and you pop open, uh, the, you opening, like, the top up, so that, like, just some spraying up? No, you, you pop the front off, and then you have to twist the top so that it comes out the front, like, the top is, like, the on-off nozzle, and the front is which hole you decide to pop, front, left, right. Sure, I, so, you no. know more about this than I do. So, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> that's why I got a monkey wrench in the car, in case I gotta do this. With a couple of quick twists, you're able to get a giant geyser going, and it sprays out all over the street and the sidewalk, and everybody at the parking lot just looks right over and starts running on towards you. Everything looks great until you realize it's not water coming out of the hydrant, it's Mountain Sea Blast. Mountain Sea Blast. 